Support Dope People questions. Who are you? My name is Ryan with RF Canna and the Aurora Cannabis Club. And what do you do, Ryan? I do independent consulting on my own and then also help organize events with uh, the Aurora Cannabis Club, uh, doing monthly meetups, genetics, discussions, and uh, workshops, things like that. What kind of things in the cannabis space are dope to you right now? Um, I think everybody kind of coming up trying to get into the industry right now. There's a lot of people, a lot of dope people doing some really interesting things right now and seeing them kind of come more into the limelight is is pretty dope for sure. Who in this space do you think is doing dope things right now, speaking of? <laughs> um, there's a lot of them. I know Homegrown Supplies has always been good about doing stuff for the community. Uh, Bob's Exotic, shout out to, to my buddy Bob. Um, and everybody else that's been kind of helping support the uh, home grow community. How can we support you, Ryan? Uh, by checking out the socials. You can find me on Instagram at RF Canna and then also the Aurora Cannabis Club. Make sure to come check out some of the events we do. We do uh, free monthly meetups every month. So, yeah, keep posted for that. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. You're listening to the Elevated News Podcast with Two Dope Dudes. Here are your hosts, Dave and Aaron. Welcome to the Elevated News Podcast with Two Dope Dudes. We are a podcast focused on discussing local and national cannabis news and culture. I am David. This is Aaron. I am Aaron. What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I am quite lovely, honestly. It has been so beautiful the last couple of days as far as weather goes, and just it beautiful weather equals beautiful mind for me. Heck yeah, man. It hasn't been uh, too hot here. It's, yeah. Uh, it's been manageable for sure. It's been humid as hell, but like pretty gorgeous otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Um. You can find the Elevated News Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all your favorite streaming platforms. And at Two Dope Dudes, the YouTube channel, uh, please give a like and leave a review. This helps us reach more people. Please don't be shy. We have greatly appreciated the feedback and the help. Yeah, we like the interaction. Like, leave a comment. We like to uh, comment on the comments. We would like that to be a thing. If we, would, yeah. we could comment on the comments. Yeah. So comment. Yeah. And we will talk we'll about the next ya. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm sorry. I stole that completely, it's too. It's all right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, <coughs> email us at two dope dudes podcast that, at gmail.com. That's all your Halloween candy, your e drugs, and, and all your questions. All your questions and e drugs. Nobody's and mailed Colin us any. No, nobody's mailed us any e drugs yet. Or any, hey, you know what though? Or I did just see this. We're not going to talk a bunch about it, but they just started doing some like um, online weed ordering system thing in New York or something. Oh, yeah, like one of the sure. first to break through this online ordering system. So good isn't, on you. Isn't Weed Maps a thing? Hasn't Weed Maps yes, been doing but they, like a They Uber just thing? take you to the thing. This oh, okay. is where the thing comes to you oh. from the ordering, and you can actually process your payment through their system, and then you never have to really interact or transfer dollar bills. I'm pretty sure they've been doing that for a while in New York with the bike messengers. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's well, what Venmo's for? 
FedEx, think... FedEx, and the USPS have been doing that for a long time. Well, without... that's true. <clears throat> Shout out to all my uh, favorite whoop. postal workers. Whoa, whoa, great postal workers great out postal there. Postal workers, yeah, yeah. Thank just, you for bringing me. Is it like a wrap and then bag and then wrap and then bag? I think is what the uh, ATF agent once told me. <laughs> it's a true story. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, you just you know don't be don't be uh silly. Um, wow, that was another life. Also, um, if you don't mind, you can always check me out at Peace, Love, and Cope on the YouTube and the Facebook platforms are where I do most of my work. If you would like to know anything medically about cannabis or you have anybody in your life that is intimidated to use cannabis medically for the first time, I would love to help them break through and feel comfortable with it and point them in a non-invasive, working manner for this thing yeah thank you take your health into your own hands that's the way to do it yeah that's well you know that's the point of the podcast i was bugging you for a long time i was like hey man you should get this out in podcast form and you were like eh that seems like work well you know and it it is and you do a lot of the work and thank you no it makes thank it you. easy for me to keep talking and trying to spread the good news that is cannabis and helping people get the proper access to and um, sometimes people know what it is that they might need or want or are going to have success with. They just need that little extra nudge to go, it's okay. Somebody yeah. else out here believes in you too. And, um, you know, I had that happen this week. Somebody reached out from a close friend, said, hey, this guy always says stuff. And we ended up talking for a little bit. And uh, what an amazing experience. Again, I love helping people feel comfortable with cannabis and, and yeah. get a more, um, you know, a, a benefit of, of the medical proportion. I mean, I mean, you should understand the plant either from a grower's perspective or, uh, somebody who partakes in, uh, regulation or in the, uh, altered states of cannabis or just like, you know, being around, you should understand what it is. So you have to understand all the parts. You know? Yeah, I so like, I think that that's the biggest thing too is the communication part of it. How do right. we communicate through all of those different sectors to become one um, dominant force that actually is what we see and hear people talking about, giving them the reliefs from their symptoms and conditions, even at times. It's the glory story thing, and I'm not selling it as that. I've just seen it as so. So it's cool. It's just nice to be a, you know. Yeah. You know, respect the plant, you know, uh, yeah, respect the plant. Know, know what it is. It's, it's, it's all the good things. Of cannabis. I'm not, not hundred percent, not complaining, you know? Yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out to the people who are doing great work, respecting the plant and, uh, doing it in the right way and, and, you know, making money off. Of it. Yeah. Okay. Any, anything to cultivate this thing and anything, I mean, no matter what, if, yeah cannabis and you're doing it for cannabis rock and roll yeah yeah and even I, if you're doing it to make the money from it too then that's perfectly fine but just mind the mind the plant yeah. know, with the respect that it might and genuinely does deserve it does it does yeah i was at the uh, batavia farmers market this weekend nice and uh i stopped by uh there is a a little booth uh called Cry Baby Crier CBD. I think we've talked about it before, but I get like my dog treats there. 
And uh, right across the way, they had kombucha. And okay. they also had infused kombucha with CBD. They were partnered with the CBD company. Okay. And there was, like, a coffee company right next door. And they did infused, like, CBD coffee. They were partnered with this place. That's super you cool. You know, like, that's the kind of, like, cool things, like, where you're respecting the plant the right way. And you're, you're, you're doing your thing. And you're, you're doing it for the right reason. You know what I mean? You're helping people. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So, like, shout out to those people. I knew a, um, I knew a scientist in, um, I think he worked for Tyson or one of the bigger food manufacturers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking about how they have been playing with CBD inside of different things to try and give the most benefit that it can in the capacity that some things actually are, are you know, vitamins are added to them or whatever yeah or we we add vitamin compounds um it's the same thing he said like you know in the in the near future i see it where cbd is used in way more of our food supply it's going to be used in way more of our like daily consumables because it actually does benefit and regulate some of the property or some of the naturally occurring um systems of our body so i have a question do you think do you think we're going to get to a point where CBD and THC are so far removed from each other's like each other in people's minds. Do you think it's going to be like destigmatized enough that like? Hmm, that's actually. I like the thought. Um, depends on who. Yeah, depends on who. See, that's the thing. I think more than anything, it's it's how we communicate this thing, right? Right. Because, like, how do you separate it? We need to break things down to a to its almost molecular level or to just its basic compounds and to say these things are separated because of what they are. Right. And they can be found in the same instances and in the same places. But communicating around some of the things that we use as as medicines or drugs or whatever it is and those two words even are interjectable or or, or interchangeable yeah if you look at literally their definitions right drugs get used as medicine and medicine is the use of drugs and it's so to to be able to communicate that it's it's what emotional attachment you take to some of these things i think and um for people who can just look at the surface value of what it is like what is thc capable of and what is cbd capable of you have to be very they're not the same yeah you have to be very intentional yeah they're not the same just because they occur in the same places like on the same plant doesn't mean that they need to be consumed at the same times at the same rates at the rate that the plant is producing them there's so many variables that could actually come into like most benefiting yourself that isn't you know um there's just too much to like you said the stigma of it i think too many people associate the plant and you know it's the devil's lettuce and the and the entourage effect yeah. marijuana weed weeds bad weed weed we spray killers on the shit right weeds we pull those right weeds we should not be ingesting that so for anybody who just trivially accepts 
common tongue, you know? I mean, like, stoned, that's what you did when you did something bad in the Bible, right? Yeah. Like, there's yeah. too many words that are used to associate with the, the consumption of cannabis with other bad words that trigger responses in too many people's brains, and it's not a, a, a safe space to communicate because, like you're saying there, there's a stigma to it where we can't even, can you separate the stigma right. from the factual reality, which is, I mean, I, well, yeah, you know, what I was talking about earlier today in my Which my is also thing, good. Yeah, it's it's peace, love and cope on YouTube. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, my mind is made up. Don't confuse me with facts. The facts of it is they are far enough separated. They 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 are completely different yeah, things completely scientifically. Different. And if we could separate them by themselves individually, they would already be that. But because, like you said, the stigma of what a cannabis plant is and the the weed and the getting high and the stoned and the that's not to say that like the effects of THC and like you know altering your your brain where it's like ah, I don't really you know like I don't I don't care as much about you know whatever it is I cared about 20 seconds ago you know there's something to be said for that too that's right but that's one of the actual best parts about it yeah if we can reduce fear response or trigger response in a in an immediate re, in an immediate way like that's what breakthrough medication does that's what all of these things do when people go from no pain to oh my god immense 10 out of 11 out of 10 pain they use breakthrough medication they use things that will hit them faster typically right um fast acting uh whatever so it's it's acting it what's that fast acting but that's it pow uh, but <laughs> no i just it, it's 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 a beautifully effective method for um, quick delivery and, and yeah. to, to actually, if you're in a fear place or, or like a lot of us say, we just use it because I'm anxious sometimes or I, it kind of helps me kind of calm down, whatever. That 100% is an okay thing. Like it's stopping you from whatever response that is to sit and be anxious. But at the same time, you know, I, you know, I talked about it, I think, and you, I might have said it maybe even on here. Like, I'm thinking about taking a little yeah. break. Actually, that that does remind me. We should talk about that. I think. I think uh, I think you should, and I think For we science. should. I think we should talk about it on the podcast every week. Yeah. You I, were talking about going 30 days, right? Yeah, I think seven's a, a pretty easy starting point. Yeah. Um, And to be able to commit to that, to see where I stand cognitively afterwards because I typically use cannabis more in a, um, for the mental state, right? right. Like I, I, it, it is something that I use when I'm stressed out at times and I'm overreacting to things, mm-hmm. um, to, to kind of escape from and to collect my thoughts in, which yeah, I don't same. think is a bad thing. No, I, do, what, I think I do the same thing. I, I think I would be a liar if I said I don't, I've never done that or I don't do that or and something like that. You that, know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. Well, that's literally what I'm saying. Like, that might be one of the most things that it's beautiful for. Right. But I think if we only do it for that and we constantly rely on something as our, because we're responding adversely to something, we jump into something to take our mind off of or whatever, are we actually dealing cognitively with the, 
situation and are we overcoming um, what it is but we're trying? There's to do. also something magical about it where you can sit in a group of people you don't know and you can all share that same ritual. And the plant just does this magical thing where you start to become friends with these people. A hundred percent. You know what I mean? Uh, like, uh, that's the magical thing where uh, it's just like everybody's just like. I'm not, and I'm not even, I, I will never bash cannabis culture yeah. at all. I think it's one of the most beautiful places that you can find just a group of like-minded and common people. There's, a lot of people who consume cannabis, uh, we're broken toys. Yeah. We've got, we've gone through something, right? Yeah. To, to have to lean into something every day, to go to something every day because of all the anxieties and mm -hmm. because of all the depression or whatever it is that we're going through, there's typically something broken to begin with. So, you know, it's it's working through that and actually then, you know, being aware that this thing can help us grow through it and using it to grow through something instead of using it as a crutch to and then maybe enabling those batter those batter those worse thoughts to um uh that's more more batter more more batter worser worsest or the worst the worsest or mids yeah the worsest or sauce um mids no but you don't need it and you know there's been a lot of times in my life where i haven't smoked marijuana there's been like multiple years where i haven't smoked marijuana i was just like eh, just whatever and then you know once vape cards started coming back it was like oh yeah this is nice. Like, yeah, uh, late, late 2012, 13, 14. Yeah. It's like, yeah. okay, this is, and I'm not, this is I, easy now. Well, and that's the thing. If, if we made it convenient for everybody and, and I just don't want to, um, oversaturate myself. And there is, there, we all have to understand too, no matter what, if you do too much, there's too much of anything. Oh yeah. So, you know, hyperemesis is a real possibility with cannabis. Um, and then the, the amount of people who talk about, um, anxiety attacks or paranoia episodes or whatever, because of the overuse of well, something can let's be, let's call that what that is. Well, so when, when you're actually alone with your thoughts and you're forced to face reality, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, it can suck, but you know, you ha have to actually, you actually have to do that. But it, too. It, it, it can cause these forever. responses too, because of increase in blood pressure increase in heart rate yeah um that that actual cognitive um fogging and that 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 inability to be fully in control i think because of what intoxication is it leans towards people going oh i'm kind of scared of that a little bit because i don't know what's coming next where I used to beg a lot of my people who would come in and for the beginning, they'd be like, I don't want to get high. I don't want to get high. I would talk them through the same way I'm talking right now about, you know, let's change the verbiage of what you're saying. There is an intoxication that comes with it. But if you think being high is the same thing, cannabis, crack cocaine, methamphetamines, yeah, heroin, whatever, you can get high on all of them then you're just associating this thing as an intoxicant that you're and you're in you're scared of intoxication there's, which is perfectly fine there's there's using the plant for medical purposes there's using the plant for recreational purposes and then there's addiction and addiction is very sad and and addiction is compulsion you know it's it's like a brain compulsion yep. where you've trained your brain that 
you think a certain way and you have to do a certain thing. And it's very, you know, very hard to change that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like addiction is when you, when it affects your life, when it affects your job, like that's, yeah, that's when you start talking about it. And, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, shout out to those people doing their own work and like, you know what I mean? Like, facing whatever you're facing the, oh, we're, all, we're, we're all facing that you know what i mean we're all facing 100 percent. We, we got to and that's why i i've always leaned into cannabis too because it is more than nothing else it's one of the safest places that exists and i mean that to even where i used to beg like i was saying the first people who were scared or intimidated to to get high or whatever i would say go home remember me right, right? You you've sat across from me ten times now. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fucking hurt you. Yeah, I'm 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 literally sitting here begging you to feel better, and and you're you're intimidated to do so. Go home, get high, <laughs> get this thing, feel the thing that you're so intimidated by, and then and then sit back and do a scientific journal really quick and go, okay, what is it that I feel? Because what did I want to feel to begin with? Because if you want reduction of pain or whatever it is, uh, anxiety or depression or whatever, it's what am I looking for, first of all, and then what am I getting as a response? But the amount of people would come in and go, I'm not, I'm not feeling all the pain relief. I'm, not, I'm getting more anxious sometimes. I'm whatever. Like, well, how are you using and what are you using? Because it makes a difference. And a lot of times, if you're intimidated by high or intoxication or whatever, then you would probably not um except the the whatever comes when it comes right so once cannabis takes effect you be, you shut down your thought process to it and it's just it's it's like it doesn't help you to get a good effect if your brain's already telling you no 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 so think about this thing in the proper light and then go back get fucked up about it enjoy the actual intoxication because it is enjoyable. Go when when your brain says, "Let me eat food." Go eat food. But like, if you pre-plan this because you know that there's this thing called munchies, and you put fruits and vegetables around for you to go eat, you're probably in better shape. Yeah. Than if you put M and M's and Oreos. Be intentional about it. And I'm not saying it's it's not good to put M and M's and Oreos, but M and M's and Oreos probably don't make your stomach feel that good. We don't feel it anymore because we've allowed it to happen so much, but they probably don't make your stomach feel so good. It makes our brains feel good because of the quick sugar release or whatever, but do things that are going to make your body feel good in conjunction with this plant that genuinely has comfortable effect. And, And then, you know, put on your favorite television show if it's that you don't want to go anywhere. Put on your favorite music. Put on your favorite comedian. Call your favorite people that you want to hang out with. That's number one. I would probably put that before anybody. Defoliate your plants. Go hang out with plants. plants. Smoke a joint with your plants. Do the things that you love to do, but do it with cannabis because you've been intimidated for so long, you know? And and the um, once people finally committed and said, you know what? I got I finally got high. I finally got the effect from this thing. And I actually don't mind it. Then you can take the two milligram gummy and go out and like walk around 
and well, do stuff and not be completely zonked. But that's, that's I mean, that's fun too. But I'm saying that like once you get over it, you can well, actually use it for like it, I feel good walking around because like my joints aren't inflamed. Because I'm not intimidated to actually go out with this thing. Right. Right. Because right. you've had such a bad perception. I gotta right. stay at home and I gotta and you yeah. should. That's the learning progress here. That's how everybody should progress through this thing. But like eventually you get to this very comfortable point of control and um you know it's like actually i really like this thing it does make me feel calm it does help me not respond to whatever triggers there are in this world so quickly and i i'm not so i'm able to sit back for a minute and actually enjoy some of the things without feeling so bad about enjoying it it's okay that everybody you know i talk about this a lot lately but like who cares about these big events it's fine go do your big events but like we have to be comfortable with our everyday life as well and some of us don't have the capacity to go do the big event stuff whether it's monetary or or physically or whatever so then we feel like we're missing out on something you're missing out on nothing it's okay to be content in your Are you space talking about Lollapalooza? oh dude who is there? Maybe Kendrick Lamar. I don't and, know. Um, I, I literally Cyrus. have no I idea. I have no clue. No. Same thing. Yeah. Um, no, I have Lana no Del Rey. Um, you're, you're probably wrong, and you, people probably would think that you're old. They'd be like, sorry. They'd be like, no, that's not even who headlined. Remember when? Uh, remember when it was like, really Lollapalooza? Um, I was also scared of big events back then too. I do, I do, but I, I. Uh, you know, I, um, yeah, I'm not against it. I would rather be able to talk to my peers and, and listen to my friends and stuff than. So, so do you think you're going to stimulate? Me. Well, you just don't like big events. That's okay. Um, so do you think you're going to stop smoking? When do you think you're going to do that? Um, I think it'd be interesting soon. to talk about on the podcast soon. Are you going to do it the weekend of the, uh, little bean event, eight twenty six? Um, you should probably not do it that weekend. If you, if know. we pre-planned, probably let's not do it that weekend. Okay. I mean, cause I think that's going to be a fun event. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not sure there will be a day when I wake up here in the near future because I keep telling myself and I will just go, well, today well, you should is the just day. do it, dude. Just do it. Oh, that's the only, that's the only it's, way. And I'm not like, um, I'm not not doing it for any reason. Um, you're just going to do it when you decide you want to do it. Th- no, yeah, I, th- I, I think one, one of these days it's just going to be that, okay, we'll start, yeah, t- turn it on. And I don't think that I'm harming myself by using cannabis at this point. So I'm not like stopping the no, use it's, because it's, I think it's harmful to me by any means. It's I more think. about like stopping Science. and taking stock. Like, you know, sometimes you have to stop and you have to take stock and go, all right, where am I? Am I? You the, know what I mean? The thing and that, that's that's good and that's okay. The thing that might intimidate and scare me more than anything is sleeping. I think cuz oh, I, I don't have I, a problem sleeping. Anymore. No, I sleep fine. I got no problem. I don't like dreaming, bro. I used to all that I used to have all them silly dreams where you, you know, jump, you're you're falling down. Yeah. I those startling dreams are not like comfortable sleep to me. I wake up super anxious and stuff and like I use cannabis to stop that. As long as I can remember, I can't remember dreams. Because of cannabis. 
No, I mean like as long oh, like as yeah. long as I can remember. Yeah. Like yeah. as a child. Jesus. Yeah. Like I don't mm. Yeah. Like maybe once like since I was I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think it's just cannabis. I mean, I smoked you know, it's when I do smoke, when I don't smoke, it doesn't change. Yeah. So shout out to those people who have dreams. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's too many people who have invasive ones, though. Yeah, and this that's is, unfortunate. This is what I, I promise you. I mean, I have so family that has that. Like they have bad dreams. Your your sleep cycle is one of the most important regenerative things that we do with our body, right? Well, like, yeah, that's why you need like seven hours of yeah, excuse me, seven hours of sleep minimum. Yeah, I think um, it's, I, and that's what like refreshes the um the like the paths in your brain with you know what I mean that prevents like Alzheimer's and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. Otherwise you get like a bunch of like salt buildup or something I think that I saw a transitional chart that like in, that actually makes like more sense to when we're doing things and not. And I think you like go through these like it's like a wave. Oh, circadian rhythm. Uh well, no. I just I think when you're a child, you only need oh yeah so many hours of sleep, or you need yeah. excessive amounts. And then when you become a teen, it's when you yeah. kind of spikes and peaks the the, mm -hmm. the sleep level that you would need, and then it kind of drops down from there. I think the older we get, the I think we need a little bit less sleep, whatever. Yeah. But to to stay at the same level of regeneration, um, but I know some people that are sleeping for two hours in in two hour chunks that are they're they're constantly in this state of um i don't know how to explain it on the edge of discomfort right you, you, yeah. you've never regenerated you've never actually kind of loosened up and, and let your let the things go away you know? yeah it's unfortunate yeah but so cannabis is great for that cannabis is great for all kinds of things. it is um speaking of Let's. You want to talk the news yeah, now? I've been I've been rambling news. a lot. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's cool. It's, it's one of the things we yeah. we have to have both. Like really, like the whole idea in the beginning was like the news is just a a vessel. It's yeah. just a vessel to to build around, and that's why on the on the uh, podcast and the YouTube stuff, I put the support dope people interviews. And that's yeah. just like you know, a couple minutes of content. Hopefully, you get some videos here. We can. Put look on too. That'd be beautiful. Cool. Yeah. yeah, everything's yeah. good. Um, everything's cool, man. Yeah, smoke some more pot. Spread the good news. Illinois. Yep. Sets the 2023 marijuana sales record with 140 million dollars in recreational purchases in July. So is that because? Um. They raise their prices so much, and they're so. <laughs> I think Probably. we've actually seen some decrease in price in some sectors, right? Yeah. They've made some things more accessible and more cost effective for people. Yeah. Um. So, I think what's actually happening is that there are more dispensaries coming online and i think that because people already knew 
all of the dispensaries that exist, right? Um, people are already going there or have already people, established that that is their place that they will go to. Yeah, but people are starting to get wise of Illinois. Like, recreation's only been around since 2020, right? People Correct. Are, people are starting to get wise. They're like, oh, I see how this game is. This is all the same stuff all the time. We've got three years now of going, oh, it's the same same BS in the rec room. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's and part of it. Yeah. I, I just think that with new places coming on board, some people who have probably been shied away or already have a bad taste in their mouth for other dispensaries that they've probably had to travel quite a distance to get to, to begin with, yeah, are now seeing a dispensary pop up in the parking lot of the walmart by their house they're uh-huh. seeing a dispensary pop up in front of the major shopping malls and the, mm-hmm. and they're like what is that the wait that's cannabis i'm gonna yep. try something out and i guesstimate that there will be this uh, while these new places come on board there will be this quick grab and this quick stab and people will jump in and check them out and whatever but i think that because people will continue to see the inflated prices that exist and because people will continue to um, probably be sold false information by just buying packaging and whatever it is, right? They're not purchasing anything product-wise. They're just purchasing pretty packages. So they get duped a few times. And then it's like, dude, this this industry kind of sucks. Like, I don't want to be part of something that's trying to take advantage of me and take my money at the same time. Right. Like, isn't cannabis just always good? Isn't it always supposed to be a decent product, especially at a dispensary? You would think, the answer is no. You would think that as regulated as it is, it would at least be, you know, decent weed. I think it's 2023. Like, we should be at a point now where we can produce decent weed and not, <sighs> not uh, turf sprayed gas. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't need no. Please do not spray terps. I don't need no terp gas. No. That's ridiculous. No. I. You know. I. I personally, at this point, just wish that taste over everything. Hey. A hundred percent. Yeah. Taste over everything. I mean, to me, it's um, molecular availability. Personally, because I think in some instances, some would excel from one thing over the other but even then are we for the what problem the... dave are we the problem for 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 expecting too much out of out of modern cannabis no no it's, it's because it's measurable okay no i it's it's a measurable thing now <laughs> uh, yeah and i can say that super fast and confidently no it's, I know. it's literally and and i would be the first one to jump on board and back somebody through this whatever but um Everything is measurable now, and th- we already know. Every it's just it's fucking known. I'm not like trying to be crazy or conspiracist or anything. The numbers on the sides of these fucking packages are fake. They're yep. not real. It can't be batch consistent. We already know that. Is it close-ish? Does it give some idea to? Yes, maybe, but they didn't. You can't test every bud, 
No. And, you know and what I mean? So even like, then, you can't test every plant. And from they're, they're testing one bud off of one plant out of a fucking room of 60 fucking plants. And right. maybe they're testing 10 buds from, Random. you know, 60 fucking plants. It doesn't really matter. It, the, the, the idea is that what are you going to do? Are you going to take the lowest number that came off of those buds? Are you going to take the scraggliest looking parts of the plant into your lab testing? Or are you going to take in your most beautiful parts are you going to take in the top colas and the things that you want them to lab test because people purchase based off of faked numbers to begin with so it's not to represent the product in what it can be because when you go in and even then is it the lab's fault or the the cultivator's fault it doesn't matter it's everybody's fault and and it might be on the consumer too for not accepting the fact that it is just some made up bullshit. Right. It's it's probably on a spectrum in within the let's say they did have 60 plants in a room and they measure, you know, let's let's even say they took one bud off of all of them, right? And you put it into what do you do? Mix them all up or do you test 60 individual fucking plants? Yeah, no way. And then what do you do? Take the consistency, the average of them or do you take the lowest one of all of them? Or do you take the highest one of all of them? Do you take the one that stands out and you're like, holy fuck, does that thing say 35 fucking percent on it? Is that even possible? Well, sure. You got some part of the plant that like was just juiced beyond its mind and it got other parts of the plant to rain its fluffy, yeah. flaky goodness all well, over it, you know? Yeah. That's, and it's like. That's part so, of caring for the plant. Like you have to train it to do that. Oh, and 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 I'm fully on board. I just, I think that the 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 reasons we purchase cannabis for through a dispensary and the ways that dispensaries represent cannabis isn't the, it it doesn't help the communication part of well, cannabis. I mean, you know, I say it all the time. R.I.P. to medical. Like I I miss that. You were talking about that on your stream earlier today. Kills me. Like actually getting to talk to people and and cultivate a sort of relationship with, with, with your clients and your customers. And, you know, so it's not that anymore, but you know, what is that? The gray market. Well, There's still people out there cultivating, you know, but it, I've seen some very cool things yeah. behind the scenes and I've seen some very cool things in the scenes at times. Yeah. But it takes one person pretty much sacrificing themselves legitimately. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean like they don't get another chance anymore. They get kicked out of the companies for doing things that it's just doing it right it's just you know cannabis can be done properly and uh well illinois we know illinois is not doing it right because what what does it say here it says that uh what minnesota just went legal the other day so wisconsin is like the sea of prohibition so well, there's it, likely a lot of people coming down from Wisconsin that this kind of I mean? well it, it, in this in this article that we're reading here, um, the the FPR the IDFPR yeah um, said that there were three point five million three three million five hundred eighty thousand nine hundred forty six adult use cannabis products that were purchased last month at a total of a hundred and forty million dollars. 48,722. Okay. Check this out. The bulk of the sales came from in-state residents. Bulk of 140 
is 104 million. million. All right. With out of state visitors accounting for $35,792,000 in recreational marijuana purchases, medical cannabis sales are reportedly. Reported separately by a different Illinois state agency. So this is for recreation only. This has nothing to do with medical. Correct. And right directly below it, according to a recent fiscal analysis, a good chunk of those visitors' cannabis dollars likely came from Wisconsin. Yep. um, Which officially became an island of prohibition in the region this week after Minnesota's legalization, legalization law went into effect they right. literally are by themselves yep surrounded by every border well there's news about that today i think the uh, some republican lawmaker in wisconsin was like i'm gonna file a bill which they should and uh it probably won't pass but i mean more power to them we don't need to get into it that's wisconsin but like the more states that open and are better than us the better for us yeah you know yeah um but yeah, that was, and that was really the big thing of this is that, you know, uh, there's this other article after long delays, new cannabis businesses are opening in Illinois. Five years after starting the process, uh, there's this company, Dan Pettigrew, finally has opened his first cannabis store in Illinois. Pettigrew is the co-founder of Viola uh, Shy from uh, the NBA star Al Harrington. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about this. Um, following years of operation by Viola Brands in Colorado, Michigan, and other states. So the the point to this was that even being a NBA star, even having bigger fin- financial backing and fiscal backing, it took these people five years to get into the market. They finally got here, and now it's like it's almost a game of like try to catch up a little bit, and you're it's, playing against yeah. Ivy Hall over there. Same thing, right? All these little small things. Well, you know, I feel bad because I don't know how many of them actually can fully exist amongst the monopolies that exist out there, right? Like the the these other big players are all already sleeping in bed together, and they they kind of got an I edge mean, on the market. So yeah, I I think just come in and represent cannabis in the best way you can. Basically, and like, don't fuck it up. Yeah, don't be cool. Be cool and don't fuck it up. Don't you know who I'm talking to. Fuck it up. Yeah. So I we talked about this uh, early this winter on your one of your streams, and that they were having a hard time. They didn't know if they were going to be able to open. They were made being made to jump through all these hoops and stuff. So like, crazy. And I I. You know. And the other things. These are all these like special equity. Uh, a lot of them yeah. you know, licenses and yep. stuff like that which is you know it is what it is i'm not uh, whatever it's already done like i like yeah. i said before and i'll keep saying it uh the more we can get it done and over with the you know maybe we can something yeah, yeah i'm fully on board with that yeah um but es- especially when and i'm going to transition this through to this other thing because this just came out today too yeah um, a like study shows that marijuana is significantly associated with the reduced use of unregulated opioids. Yep. This is not, this is for people using it without a prescription. This is for, you know. Correct. The people who are, that we talked about earlier, you know, uh, using is one thing, addiction is another thing. Correct. And, uh, you know, 
shout out to the people who are doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? You're not alone. You're, you're, you're a person. Uh, I do your thing. You know what I mean? But there's something better you can use. Well, there's something much better you can use. That's been my biggest point. Okay. There is, there is no comparison in some of the overall intoxication levels or the overall disassociation of, um, neurological uh transmission that I mean, goes on between some of these compounds so it's hard to say one is equal to the other or you can get the same level of relief from one as the other it doesn't necessarily exist but there different. are some fucking safer alternatives yeah. that give you I th- full capacity to be in control. I think most people I know and most people in my life that I've been around uh, who had uh, maybe a recreational opioid use uh, habit, addiction, etc. I've I've had, you know, run the gamut of, you know, all of them. Um, you know, a lot of my experience has been like, you know, they're already using cannabis. You know what I mean? I have not had that. I have oh, I seen have. I've seen the transition through I mean, I've alcohol been... into opiates quite regularly, especially when in the, it, we we hang out with more cannabis consumers, so we might see that correlation. But in my life directly, yeah. I have seen, and in the cannabis world directly, I have seen way more people who booze it up and take the uh, the opiates and shit. Oh and, yeah, no, and, I've, then... I've I've lived a different life than you. Um. No, I've known people who've like banged, banged stuff into their veins. I've known people who've like taken lots of pills like every day. You know I, what I mean? I've, I've, you know, it's, it's crazy. I have direct family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have overdose victims oh, in yeah. my family. I have. I'm just saying, uh, in my experience, like in my life, like most of those people are already smoking pot. You know what I mean? I had a couple of friends who died from uh, heroin. Correct. Uh, you know what I mean? Correct. And I've, I've seen it too. And I, unfortunately, and I, I, even though they may have used it as a regulatory substance in some degree. Yeah. Um, there, there's, you can do something see. better. You can do something better. You know, you can do something better. You can get help. You can do it. Oh, it's, take the step to do it. Don't worry about the big thing. Take the first step. You just have to a, take the first step. It's a commitment to yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah. You have to, you have it's to not decide. quitting anything it's committing to you yes. there's you don't have to quit anything don't everything let, we've changed our human who we are how many times yeah don't let it rule you you have become a different person a, a bunch of different times already so to become the next different person and one that is cognitively aware especially because everybody who uh, i don't want to say everybody but a good majority of the people that i know who have used things they know that they're doing it they're doing something harmful towards themselves and you can always start over you can you can start again it's okay to fail you can start again do it it, it's yeah vulnerability is not the end of the world and not only that like vulnerability might be the the start of your world at some points and to um yeah i i i feel like you just want to be there for anybody, right? Like, yeah, I just right? want to be there if anybody ever, it, both Aaron and I, and and 
please use this platform as it too. If you have any questions ever, you ever need somebody to chat with you, we support people. Um, yeah, support dope people. And it, yeah, I mean anybody, right? Like there, we all go through a lot of wild shit. Um, but there, there are avenues in which you can. Um, I will never give medical advice without you seeking and talking to a medical professional. But I can, at some points, give you. Um, we can cannabis knowledge and i can tell you about how you can find some comfort in a thing that is not the same but by christ is it going to give you some comfort and i you know that's the other thing that i'm telling you i have not seen a lot of cannabis use with opiate because once i've seen people get into the use of cannabis generally the few people that i have had directly around me who have used cannabis to transition through opiate use have had a rather successful road for the most part. that's a completely different thing i'm talking about people who you know they were very they're into lots of different things and you know what i mean oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I'm not i'm i'm not poo uh the fact that uh you know illinois is great because if you get prescribed an opioid you can actually go get a temporary medical marijuana license. And that's yeah. actually one of the few few good things about the Illinois market. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So, like, even, even Illinois knows that, like, this is something that, you know, is important. And is important. Uh, 110% of the time, um, yeah. I'm there, just saying, don't take it from us. You should listen to the state. The, the, the state itself. The state itself the, is saying, but but that's <laughs> it, that's the whole point that I'm making here. They we know, right? That, it's it's that's, it's hiding. That's my point you're too. you're hiding from yourself yeah. a lot of times when we talk 100%. about this thing. And I'm not I'm not afraid to look at the psychology and speak on the psychology behind what addiction is. I've been around addiction a fucking ton of times, yeah. and for people to hide behind it sometimes because that's what it fucking becomes is is more that i have this problem the problem is committing to your fucking self the problem is actually taking the steps to get to the next point it's it's ex respecting the words that your brain is actually mimic is 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 playing through itself that i probably shouldn't do some of these things we all need an escape we all need to get away from some of the crazy shit. A lot of us have been broken toys and we've gone through a bunch of shit in our lives. I'm not, I'm not discrediting anybody's personal experiences. I do have a problem with a lot of people who don't take the cognitive awareness part in this seriously. When, when, when I literally hear my friends around me go, oh, I should quit smoking because it's not good for me. Cigarettes is what I'm speaking about at this point. They don't want you to smoke cigarettes, but then they continue to do it because it's a level of escape. And I get that. I'm not fucking, I'm not taking it away from anybody. But when it is harming you and when it is becoming a problem, you, it, you now, especially a lot of times, and when we talk about addiction too, the psychology behind it is that they have, again, their mind is made up. What the fuck do you care about facts? Well, yeah, that's we don't, we don't, you know? that's a, it's, you know, it's a lazy way of, you know, I don't want to have to think through, I don't want to have to, uh, challenge myself, but that's how there is you, you combat bad information with good information or with better. A hundred percent. There's you know a, there's I mean? a true reality to what the brain's chemical I, I function want, is. I want to believe that somebody else has thought 
and uh, thought of my best interest and decided for me, so I don't have to think. Cool. That's like that's that's you might as well modern say, medicine. That's Western well, medicine. That's politics. Well, it, but it, but that's <laughs> that's, that's the whole point. It, but that's exactly. But it's it. like, do you really want to just trust in like? Well, I mean, some people uh, can't think that large. You know what I mean? They don't want to think outside their little thing. They go, I don't. I that's a lot of thinking, and I can't, and I need to focus on that. But that I and and I respect that. But two, the, I'm just saying those are to, probably the same people who have addiction problems and things where we we fall into chemical traps in our brain that we have well, to stay looped into. I think that's some people in general, and you just have to accept that there are people like that out there. I'm and I'm fully you know on board. I mean? That's okay. Yeah. But when when we talk, there are people out there that are like that. You and I both have just said we've lost people to this to this same fucking problem. Yeah. And when we're talking about probably you see, this is from fucking uh, the British Columbia Center of Substance Use yep. and UCLA. Yep. So it's not like chumps in the game of of research or science. These are people. It's who not understand, some think tank that is you know right funded the, by whatever the the actual statistical difference between the open the opiate issue and the overdose problem that has gone on with opiates in our society when introduced cannabis use have gone down significantly and people have found relief from whatever it is. And I'm not saying that opiates are effective in certain instances for certain things because they're probably far more effective. Like if you were going through major surgery, they're probably far more effective than, than smoking a joint would be as far as, stopping that pain situation but at the end of the day the the we're we're talking about we're talking about addiction here right right and they're there we're talking about this inability to either electrically break the, the 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 pathway or chemically break the pathway that sends a signal that says it's okay for me to do this thing so it looks like what they studied here and this was published in the international journal of drug policy found that 58% of participants reported that their motivation to use marijuana, their motivation to use marijuana was to reduce opioid cravings. So that's what they asked people, what is your intention? And 58% of them said, I'm going to use pot because I don't want to crave the opioids. And so that's good. That's good information. And then a multivariable analysis showed that cannabis use was significantly associated with self-reported reductions in opioid use. That's, that's again, the, the cognitive yeah. portion of this that I'm telling you people know. 58% said, I'm going to use this to reduce this thing because I think there's an alternative to the thing that is harming me. And that's what I read. And that's that. 58% of people who actually answered a study because ain't nobody got time to listen to no study. Well, and, and so you know this is mean? of the study group, which I think is 205 people who use cannabis and opioids without a prescription from December 2019 to November 2021. All right, so the, 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 the sample size is smaller, but of that, the people who were going to use cannabis at all said, I'm going to use this as an in, uh, as a interchangeable substance to the thing that I feel like is harming me. Yep. I want to reduce this thing. And these are the people who actually use it. Yep. So, like... For us who don't use it, who if you've never touched an opiate before, the people who are touching it are literally saying, I want to stop doing it. 
if you know somebody who has an opioid problem, just, you know, reach out to them if, if you guys are buds or, or, or sisters or whatever and, and smoke some pot and be like, hey, man, you're a person and, like, you can do whatever. Like, but, like, somebody cares about you and you can do it. Like, support, support your people is all I'm saying. And the, the thing is, it's, it's better to tell the people around you right now that you are thinking about them yeah. now than it is to tell them later on that you, that it sucks that you have to think about them and they're not around anymore. All right. It sucks. It sucks that and when you put it into a perspective of reality that, that some people are harmed and, and to a point of, you know, the worst possible scenario. Yeah. And tell tell your people you love them. Just let people know. It's honestly, I think more than anything, my whole life, I've always wanted to just be, you know, when, when, Earlier in my life, um, do you remember Paris Hilton had a show on and she was like trying to get a best friend or something like that? I remember Paris Hilton had some videos online. <laughs> getting out of the car or whatever. Synced. Yeah. Synced it. I saw those. Synced it. Um, Kim Kardashian in her comeback. She. Oh my god, that's fucking awesome. Um anyway. Yeah. Too much. Uh I yeah. I don't know. I, she used to have a show where she was looking for a best friend or something. And when I was younger, I was like, "Bro, I would love to get paid to be somebody's best friend. How crazy would that be? I don't need to get paid to be a friend, but right. when I was younger, the thought process of like you can just support somebody. You can just be there for somebody. You can just, you know, go up to somebody that you love and be there for them. And they go, you know what? You're close enough to me. I want to fiscally and financially support you to the point where you get to live and, and experience this rock without the hindrance of selling your time off. And I was like, whoa, coolest thing in the fucking whole world. Yeah. And like, but it was, it was more the idea that, I don't want you to have to deal with going through all the bullshit. Let, I, want, I want to support you in any way that I can. I want to make you feel better. And uh, I mean, that's, that's your job in life. I was talking to Senior about this yesterday when he, was, he showed up to Tags yes. early waiting for you. Yes. And, you know, we were just talking about, you know, like as you do with Senior, who's like, again, we've always said we stand on the shoulders of men greater than us. Yeah, you know that come before us, and senior is definitely one of those in our community, 100%. in the disc golf community. He's uh, he's a Hall of Fame legend, you know, in his own right. A hundred. Um, and we were just talking about like, you know, you just got to be in the moment. You got to find the happiness. You just, you know, I feel good when I make other people happy. So like, support your fellow person. You know what I mean? I whoever that is. Uh, that's been my big thing lately. I just you know. There's no way that through our average day-to-day human interaction that we are all this angry, we're all this competitive, we're all this shit-talky and whatever. Yes, there's been this point where, like, having fun and joking and whatever is one thing, but we've gone so far with it now that we, we've disconnected. There's a lot of people out here who just want to be fucking loved, bro, who just want to be yeah. part of something. and. If you're a cannabis consumer, the cannabis culture is a beautiful place for you to just be 
a part of something. It's it's a beautiful place for you to find. Dude, we found we found a lot of friends in oh in the cannabis culture. You know, some Marky the... and David and you know Charlie and Scott and all those guys have been like super cool to me, super cool to you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and just like oh, I've mine mine goes but I and the thing is I I go back to see like that's the other thing Bob, too is that the the medical patients consumers yeah. of the plant who had never consumed before but all of a sudden they go fuck I, I this is the greatest thing and you're the greatest person for doing so i don't i don't feel like the greatest person it makes you feel very good internally for a moment or whatever but it's like this plant is the most badass thing and to see it just work for yeah. so many and, and once keep... you once you use the plant you're part of everybody you're part of the community so like just come be part of the community you're already here yeah we're all doing the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Keep uh keep on smiling, man. Yeah, like enjoy the moment and and if you are if you are not smiling right now, if you are struggling and stressed out by things in your life, I I beg you to consider the idea of sitting down and smoking a pipe, possibly even looking in the mirror and telling the person in there that they are worth fighting for and that um, you got their back, that from now on you're going to stop harming the person inside the mirror as much and you're going to start taking care of them a little bit better. Because if you start taking care of that person the same way that we outwardly want to take care of all the rest of these people in Mm -hmm. our lives, it becomes substantially easier to actually outwardly take care of some of these people and it becomes easier to help those in need when, when their needs come up. And like Aaron and I, we just want to support, you know, so if we can support you in any way possible, if there's anything that you would like to um, chat about in, in your life or, or that cannabis is helping people overcome with or, you know, shit, even any e-drugs that are, yeah, you I, know. I'd at least like some pictures of the e-drugs. Although, you know, shout out to all the people on the Instagram community posting cool pictures of their, uh, their, you know, flower and stuff like that. It is really cool. stuff. It is really super cool. And please do it with us as well. Yeah. Um, shout out to people who have been, like, reblogging us on Instagram and stuff, Facebook. You know what I mean? It's been really cool to see the support. Greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess today's podcast can be summed up as uh, first take care of head, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And smoke weed every day. Smoke weed every day. Peace. Love you. Later, y'all.
Yo, ding dong, we're done here. Time to go. <laughs>